listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me and your world. Believe me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman. Queen with a crown, that be down for whatever. There are a few things that's forever. My lady, we can make war, make babies. Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something. That's why I'm with you to this day, boo, no frontin'. Even when the skies are gray, you will rub me on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay. Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever give my pussy away and keep be tight all right and i'm gonna walk these dogs so i can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids word life you don't need a ring to be my wife just be there for me and i'll make sure we be living in the effing level luxury hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host uh rod and karen i was just thinking about how uh i thought that song was really about love but i think that song is really more about tricking her into not marrying her it's pretty smart on method man's part it's a lot of you you don't need a ring to be my wife and i'm gonna be out in these streets taking care of us you know it's like the love and hip-hop anthem and next thing you know you dealing with rich dollars and you co-parenting with another co-parent child don't hear me though anyway uh this is the blackout tips podcast find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the air on saturday as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny um and that's really what it's all about guys um and of course uh you know make sure you guys uh continue to leave us five star reviews continue to uh sell uh oh wait someone said i got the robo voice all right let me refresh uh continue to uh you know give us five star reviews you guys can continue to leave comments on the website you know if you're a premium member leave comments on the premium episodes man we just recorded i put out a pregame this morning Mm -hmm. we spent we were up late last night recording uh fear the walking dead recap Mm -hmm. for the premium people so they should be able to hear that uh now um and shit next week is the finale of fear the walking dead um so it is a two-hour finale yes a two-hour finale okay so uh you know we're just trying to give people uh you know you know give them their bang for their buck that went by fairly quickly yeah yeah you know for splitting it into two parts and everything mm-hmm. uh so yeah make sure you guys uh do all that stuff it helps us out um a lot it helps out tremendously um you know to let us know that we're not just throwing that out into the ether um all right let's get into some different news well first of all you guys my saga continues i oh got up early this morning it was raining cats and dogs it, it was it was raining bad this morning yeah i was awakened by a flash flood warning <laughs> on my phone right <laughs> I was, really, already, I was already up but still they really be acting like the the flood is just gonna hit at once <laughs> but you know i was awakened by the flash flood warning i'm like okay and it was let early me get too. up that shit was like what five six this morning yeah it was about six in the morning i said let me get up i want to do some things around the house anyway we had already been up late recording so you know it was what it was so i got up and uh i uh put out the pregame and we had a couple things that need to go out to the trash. We have, guys, we have a cat slash raccoon problem. What the fuck it is? What, like, we have valet trash at our mm-hmm. apartment complex. So basically, they give you a little container. You put your trash in this container. It has a lid. 
and you're supposed to put it out if you follow the instructions a couple of hours before trash pickup time at like 7 p.m and it's only sunday through thursday mm-hmm. no friday and saturday Mm-mm. um you put it out there they come and get it and y'all good mm-hmm. there's certain things you can't put in the trash certain things that don't always take right. they don't always take boxes they don't always take uh yeah, things that don't fit in the now. trash right. they don't take furniture shit like that yet sometimes people put the shit out there anyway uh if it doesn't fit in the uh in the little thing and the lid can't close you know um sometimes most of the time they'll take it but sometimes they won't you know like you can stack two or three bags that's about the most you can get right Mm -hmm. man look we got some type of rat or cat, uh, raccoon. Ooh, the cat, something. Or, or, or a cat. Yeah, I've seen a cat back here more than once. I think it's a cat that keeps breaking into the trash. Late at night, that, that nigga was like, oh, y'all sleep? I'm going through all the trash cans. Right. So, cause sometimes, you know, you have like stinky <laughs> trash. So what right. people do is they try to get ahead of it because it's like, well, the guy doesn't come till Sunday. So what I'm going to do is put this trash out on Saturday because I don't want to hear sticking up my house all day, smell all right. it. And most of the time you don't have a problem. Well, it depends on where you stay. Yeah, true. We are up against the woods back here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so, uh, we, uh, you know, I, they got, it got us one time. Like I think. Yes. One good time. We put the trash out there and we forgot to close the lid and I, we woke up and trash was everywhere the next morning. <laughs> oh, we cleaned God, it up. Right. We cleaned it up and I mean, I just put it together. It must be that cat. It goes to people's trash. We can't be putting our trash out here until it's time for the pickup. Right. Cool. Put the lid down. Yeah, we'll put the lid down. Um, our neighbors don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> they they just, don't. They are just feeding this thing. Is trash everywhere? Sometimes I've had, we've, every time I go by there and it's open, I just shit. I'm like, fuck it, y'all don't care. I I don't want to look at this trash because it done got a hole and done tore your shit up. Yeah, my one neighbor refuses to close their trash lid. I'm like, dog, how many times I got to come out here and see your trash everywhere? Like, what is this? Right, and they got, and, and there's nothing wrong with animals. They got animals, so, you know, a lot of times, you know, they're cleaning out those um, uh things where the animals pooping shit at, you know, and that, they put that in the trash can trying to get rid of it. Well, look, all I'm saying is this. Take, like, I had to take the trash to the dumpster because i just don't i would rather not sit it out there overnight or it all day and, and then the cat gets in it or something it's it's so, it's, it's a hassle y'all because i had to clean it out which i didn't mind but it was one of those things where when that cat get a hold it it literally tears your bag to pieces like so you have to basically take a bag for the bag and i was like you know what fuck you animal yeah y'all feeding this fucking raccoon is feeding time so uh you know and i'll just see people leaving that shit i'll just shake my head every time because i'm like are you gonna clean this shit up in the morning come on right. and they sent it like a note and everything y'all they sent email, a note put like, an hey. email like hey and it's like take the hint everybody they're talking to our apartments okay it's only two or three apartments <laughs> they, they could be talking get, about and right. they're literally talking about us right they they're probably they send them out to everybody but i guarantee you but from the description if you read the damn letter it's clearly about the (laughs) it's about these two apartment buildings we're the only ones with the back to the wood that have this happen it's not we stayed in another area this apartment complex and it doesn't happen because we're we're in the middle anyway 
um <laughs> so that's why i take a, the, took the trash i got up i just was like let me just run all these errands i took right. the grocery list put it in my pocket i'm like go to the grocery store um and i forget what else i had to do but it was like three or four things mm-hmm. so um you know i took take the cardboard box throw it away uh the flu, flu apron box mm-hmm. i take you know throw the trash out or whatever and then i'm like and it's raining so hard and oh, someone told me to get a jacket and i was just like fuck it i'm gonna tough it out and you know my shirt's getting soaked my umbrella was in my car thank goodness so i could kind of use that but it was so it was raining so hard it just didn't matter if you had an umbrella Mm -mm. um caught me off guard this morning i got up i was like yeah i'm gonna go to work what the fuck is that rain all right so i go to the uh publix right Mm -hmm. and it's like seven eight in the morning it had to be early yeah seven or eight in the morning so I, it's like eight in the morning something like that so i go in there and i'm just going through my list i buy you know and uh shout out to the all recipes app man i love that app mm-hmm. i uh went on there and uh started looking at um some of the stuff that i wanted to make and i was like oh let me buy a couple of ingredients for that real quick buy that and uh you know i get ready and so soon as i walk in y'all homeboy from Polis come through <laughs> we've been by there several times and hadn't seen him I guess. right i've been going on a hot streak like a good probably because you in the daytime we must go with he by the time he get off we he, we gone a good couple weeks we i've have. been going i've been going really good no he, he hasn't been bothering me he just hasn't even been there right so as soon as i walk in he walks up he's like oh what's up and i had my headphones in so i could kind of do the like oh i'm listening to this i'll holler at you or whatever uh but he came over like oh what's up dog you good man i was like yeah i'm good because he's like oh man that's what's up man you been over to the spot lately i'm like now <laughs> at this point i've decided that the spot is walmart gotta be for those that are keeping up with the chronicles <laughs> right so i'm like yeah yeah dog just was over there the other day man like cool man cool i was like oh but let me get to this shopping dog I, i'm gonna holler at you he's like all right man so now i'm shopping and it's funny because i'm walking through the different aisles and stuff and i'm just keeping an eye on the front looking for the register that he wouldn't be working so i could like when i buy my stuff i could leave without him coming through and then we won't have to have another long ass awkward conversation right mm-hmm. and so i'm you know i'm i'm timing it right and i get everything you know i'm staying away from his side of the store right. and then i go to check out and uh i swear to god soon as i started put as soon as i put my card in the slot for them to run it he just came out nowhere like oh what's up dog man you about to get out of here man i was like yeah i'm about to about to get out of here he's like oh man yeah yeah dog you been i was over at the spot the other day man you know uh, it was crazy man anything crazy happened lately i was like nah just business as usual and he was like oh man because I, I was over there and uh man they had this white lady she tried to she tried to steal some stuff man she was screaming man she they they she got out the first door they closed the double doors on her she almost got away with shoplifting they had <laughs> to bring her, they had to bring her back and her husband was there oh it, and I, they caught becky right and he almost caught me in the lot because i was like oh word yeah that's crazy i remember that and then, I, then he was like wait was you working that day i was like oh no wait i wasn't working that day i was i don't remember any of this and he was like oh okay well it was crazy man i was like oh man you know people you know how people do he's like yep man you know just always some some crap i was like anything crazy happened over here lately he was like man you know it's always on and popping up in here i was like only popping up in Publix. <laughs> what the hell 
the hell is popping up in public other than fried chicken right well he says always on the popping up in there mm-hmm. um i did what do the holes roll up in public and we don't know nothing about what's happening here i don't know but he told me it was always on the popping up in there and you in the know. deli aisle getting that getting, getting that uh uh sliced honey with honey on them one time i did see a uh, girl that uh i i know from somewhere i don't know where i know her from i don't know if i went to high school with her i don't know i know her from somewhere though but i saw her getting um pulled back into the public's being accused of shoplifting by some dude oh by the uh you know security people being like no we got your camera she's like i just forgot to pay for it i got the money i'm not stealing it was like no you gotta come with us and all this other shit so i'm just like okay uh <laughs> you know but what's funny is i saw her a couple of weeks later at uh a restaurant where we was eating lunch and i was like oh shit she here on a date so good for her mm-hmm. um but at any rate um he was he just told me it was on the popping so then i had so many bags and you know i <laughs> he was doing that thing where he was about to take my water my six pack of this water i get this sparkling water is a little bit flavored and he was like um uh, he just put it in the car i was like nah man can you put that in the bag right. he was like okay i got you big dog or whatever and so it was getting to be like because i got extra stuff it was like more than more than i could comfortably carry and have my umbrella right. but it's raining like shit and guys i've been so lucky so far to get out of these conversations when i am catching that i'm not whoever this dude is and so i'm just like oh, i carry it myself man he's like you sure i was like yeah i got it man i got it hey man be safe dog and just got out of there and went out in this fucking torrential downpour it was and bad. i was soaking wet by the time i got in the car because i'll just i, I, I <laughs> like i was trying to figure it out and i was trying to debate like should i just tell him the truth like should i just come clean with him and let him know like man yeah, I'm, I'm sorry i misled you i've been i've been lying to you this whole time i don't know you i don't work at walmart i've never worked at walmart uh you got me confused with somebody else and i'm sorry i led you on man you know i, <laughs> I shouldn't i shouldn't have let you you know i feel hard but i shouldn't have let you i'm sorry to disappoint you yeah i shouldn't have let you feel this way about me you know it's you know i who knows i mean that poor guy whoever that real person is that he thinks hey. is me probably thinks that dude cheating on his wife or something because i was in there with karen and shit i don't know how tight he is with that dude i mean he's never said my name no never but maybe that's just how tight they are they don't say each other's names <laughs> i don't know he has a name tag on but i've never read it me either. i don't know what it says i i don't i don't know what to do y'all maybe that'll be the <laughs> poll i don't should i just come clean with him and let him know for once and for all man or or what because i I'm at, I'm at a loss i'm gonna have to stop going to public i'm completely willing to stop going to public to avoid this by the way i like that's i there's a hair's teeth are literally the same amount of distance from the house and i will go there i just only refuse to go to walmart uh ironically where i the spot where ah, i work only you could do a poll or something uh oh should i you mean a poll in the chat i was gonna put a poll on the episode oh, okay um so i that's what i was gonna do um, oh, no problem um so i don't know man um i don't know what to tell you guys wait we got questions today what the fuck i know i seen them i think i answered one i don't know about the other one uh which one did you ask oh okay yeah okay cool thank you karen mm-hmm. um yeah and as far as this 
i read the do you wash your legs article and uh it didn't do anything for me i'm sorry minerva don't be mad uh we got plenty of other stuff to get to though um so do you have kidney stones anybody ever had kidney stones i don't want them i heard well i didn't ask did you want them no that was not the question misleading the witness (laughs) oh my bad i heard they're painful yeah apparently they do they do hurt uh well they've come up with the most painless way to get rid of them oh because i heard they had to just go like you had to pass them right but the most pain feet pain free cost efficient way to pass them ride a roller coaster 60 times in a row with a model kidney um that's how they experimented and they were testing the patient's theory that it could help pass the stones and they deemed the theory was correct uh unless you were at the back of the roller coaster you need to be near the front to to for the gravity and everything to help pull all the causes to move mm-hmm. it might take a few tries now it's not just a one try thing i don't know where you're gonna find a theme park where you can stand in line while passing the kidney stone uh this uh is, is it safe when you pass out i don't know why you would pass out i don't think they didn't, i don't know it says the least painful way so i mean oh, okay you would pass out any other way i guess but uh yeah you they they took some model kidneys from 3d printed silicone filled with urine and three kidney stones of different sizes and they hopped on walt disney's world big thunder mountain railroad ride 20 times holding the model where it would be on a person when they rode uh space mountain 20 times and the rail ride 20 times sitting in different positions on the ride each go by the end they concluded that the roller coasters do indeed stimulate kidney stones to pass and your best bet is sitting at the back oh wait your best bet is sitting at the back oh especially at the back of the ride okay yeah so your best bet is to sit at the back you want to get them stones out dog ouch mm-hmm so uh it's the first study to scientifically test home methods of passing kidney stones doctors had their own theories with some most advisor patients to do physical exercise but until now there was no clear data to support it just anecdotes um but now this is the first study to, to figure it out guys so all right guys get your get on the roller coaster rides if your kidney stones are all fucked up Mm-mm. good luck good luck um uh, marley diaz um who we know because she started uh i think it was like a thousand um hashtag a thousand black girl books mm-hmm, that little girl yes yep well she's back in the news as she has now launched a new digital magazine with l you go girl Mm-hmm. that's uh, what i'm talking about no uh she's 11 years old and she's now adding the title editor-in-chief to her resume go ahead editor-in-chief she recently teamed up with l magazine to launch her own digital publication called marley mag in her first editor's letter she wrote that her new zine will continue to create spaces for girls of color who are often pushed out of conversations in this country a year ago i wanted to collect a 1000 black girl books but i see now that there is so much more to do and so much more to this journey i want to use what i've learned to elevate the voices of all those who are being ignored and left out she said mm. this experience at l has given me a uh giving me a preview into my future and showing me what is possible so even though i'm still very nervous i hope you will enjoy what this amazing team of women and i put together she added 
on her first issue she interviewed ava duvernay in new orleans the two talked wow. about they talked about pop culture and racial inclusion when asked about did she uh see a lot of inclusive casts on television growing up duvernay said no perhaps a handful of things that i recall at the time had inclusive cast she remembers the cosby show and miami vice but she can't remember really name another for diaz molly mag also uh for diaz molly mag is also about who and what inspired her including ballerina misty copeland who she also had a chance to interview wow the two chatted about race body issues and her love of dance um so yeah they doing stuff people don't even do in their lifetime <laughs> other articles in her first issue include a middle school survival guide why muslim kids should be represented in books too come on an interview with comedian larry wilmore and body positive paper dolls you go like that right there just filled my heart with so much joy because if she's doing this at 11 i cannot imagine what this little girl's gonna do in her 20s mm-hmm. oh my god this beautiful exactly um the issue is about women and girls who have left their imprint on the world some of them have charted new courses some have expanded the way we see the world and what we think is possible and all the women and men hi larry wilmore and marley mag are people who have inspired me the preteen also wrote in her editor's letter um she also stressed that she hopes that those reading regardless of age will be empowered by her new project in return so Mm -hmm good for you marley yeah, you get a foundation or something let me know i put in on it yeah that's dope man mm-hmm. you know maybe we can get that for layla or something that's what i'm talking about Mm-hmm. i love it Mm-hmm. yeah what's the name of it again marley mag m-a-r-l-e-y mag yeah order that for her. So. i am somebody i am somebody that's right y'all um okay so here's something that's all too fucking predictable but at the same time pretty much never is not covered enough and I, I i i don't know why i don't know why it's not covered enough but so there was a man who shot up a mall okay uh in in like oregon he went to the mall and shot i think shot and killed five people okay yeah i, I think i heard yes i did hear about this one his name was Arkan Seaton, I think is how you say it. I don't know. Uh, he's a legalized permanent U.S. resident born in Turkey after four women died and one man was wounded. It, well, I think that man later died in a shooting at the Cascade Mall in Burlington, um, Washington at, at 7 p.m. on Friday. While the suspect's motivations are unknown, several women have claimed that he mistreated or harassed them when they were classmates. Another free shooter person that if we would have monitored their violence against women and kept them from even having a gun we might not be here another one it's it's uncanny how often it's just in the rear view it's just oh he was abusive to his first wife oh he oh, he shot his mom before he left the house yeah, uh he, he used to be abused to his girl ex-girlfriend he killed the whole family of because they were hiding his girlfriend and you know shit like that is just so often the source for a lot of this shit is a hatred of women and 
you know i remember when they had that elliot roger dude i think was his name the guy who think that was his name the guy who shot up the campus in california and it was it was the hashtag not all men everybody well not all men are doing because women were basically sharing their stories like yo men are toxic men are predatory and i'm not able to tell which one of y'all is gonna be like this fool and which one of y'all are normal so just leave us the fuck alone when it comes to harassment and shit and men were just like no it's not all men because you trying to paint with a broad brush why you generalize it why you generalize it and shit like that rather than to sit back and be like man if women really are in this much fear of this unregulated uh hatred that is out here in society and the men who harbor it what are we doing wrong and what can we do better instead it was y'all bitches need to stop being so sensitive right after like nine people got shot um but you know it's one of those things if you pay attention to it is probably a more common denominator than any other thing like i'm talking it don't matter if you're a white supremacist it don't matter if you uh if you're a terrorist it doesn't matter if you're um what in your past if you're a school shooter whatever in the past there's some violence typically towards women it's, it's just uncanny at this point mm-hmm. um so and a lot of times they don't have to be uh uh somebody that you've had a sexual relationship with a lot of times they could be your mothers your cousins yeah, just your women. sisters right like i'm not even saying sexually you know mm-hmm. um a gunman with a rifle shot dead for women including a 16 year old teenager in the makeup department of macy's on friday a man injured in the shooting later died in the hospital the suspect fled the scene before authorities arrived but police discovered a weapon Authorities said they arrested Seaton on Saturday evening. Uh, Lieutenant Michael Hawley from the Island County Sheriff's Office said he found a suspect walking on the sidewalk near his office. He said it was some kind, he was in some kind of zombie-like state and was carrying a leather satchel with a computer inside, but no weapon. Uh, of course they, you know, apprehended him alive. Uh, he was previously charged with three counts of domestic assault for attacking his stepfather and was accused of drunk driving uh Elaine finnegan who claimed she attended high school with him wrote on facebook that the suspected gunman had made unwanted sexual advances towards her and her friends i fucking went to high school with this perverted piece of shit he grabbed and slapped my friends and eyes asses and even caressed my friend's chest along with other women he's been known to be violent towards girls too this was a target against women right in hell uh vocative has reached out to finnegan and vocative is a website guys okay uh have reached out to her and other people who made allegations uh she said she had planned to visit cascade mall on friday with her friends but changed her plans the woman also posted a photo of what appeared to be his tinder account um so yes uh according to the new york times he graduated from oak harbor high school last year several others commented on finnegan's post claiming that they also attended school with him that he targeted them too one user dia lafay uh claimed he harassed her in the fourth grade when students are typically aged nine to ten holy shit i met this dude in fourth grade and even then he was sexually harassing my friends and i what the fuck mm. we let that shit go unchecked of course you know he's got arrested for other right. shit but not none of that because that's boys just being boys yeah um he also that uh zach jones a uh, one user said uh that seaton didn't even graduate from high school because he sexually harassed a teacher so that you know this, mm. like it's, it's a it's a def, definitive trend at this point so um yeah just some 
sad shit man um and and not surprising at all at this point uh so this is something that i've said before on the show and i think because and i specifically think people that get into these very myopic political circles and discussions completely overvalue this shit and it's confirmation bias and nothing else and that is celebrity endorsements of candidates i honestly think it has zero effect on people voting right people have already made up their minds like because i've never met the person who said i i've never even heard anecdotally you know like like on the internet like i wasn't gonna vote for this person but then i saw janet jackson came out and said i like her so i'm gonna vote like everybody when it comes to their vote is pretty much uh doing what the fuck they want to do with it whether it's vote not vote vote for whoever they want whatever i don't think anybody's like i was all on trump's dick but once i saw puff daddy said he's going he's with her you know i just don't think it's happening Mm -mm. so this it was so funny um somebody said i saw an article that was like kim kardashian said she might vote for trump and i read it and you know everybody's going in going in on on her how dare she and this is just like them jenners and they rich anyway so this is what they would do no let alone there in california ain't no fucking way trump's winning that state right but uh most importantly um you know she was like i talked to caitlin and caitlin you know caitlin's voting republican obviously and she was like you know talking to caitlin she gave me a lot of things to consider da, 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 da. and i went this is a non-story and there were people were like you know some people were like well uh don't you realize how much power and influence she has i was like on voting on voting who the fuck is like oh kim kardashian said with anything political when is the last time you quoted kim kardashian in a political discussion you don't give a fuck it's all confirmation bias if the person that is a celebrity says they're voting for the person you like then they're smart and you like them and you want to support that shit if they say they're not then fuck them they're stupid and i don't want to buy your shit anymore that's about as fucking simple as it is it's more risky to be endorsing or not endorsing for a celebrity for their career not because it'll affect the fucking presidential race because it won't but 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 for their career it's more it's probably worse for them to be politically active because once you take a side everybody gets to start you know saying shit and extrapolating all that bullshit onto you um but even with kim kardashian i was like i'm still not worried about it because she's the master of publicity you know and of course this gets everybody riled up and then today i saw don't worry kim kardashian is voting for hillary clinton of course she got black kids you know what I mean? Like, she's not gonna vote for the races. It wouldn't have mattered either way, but of course, it just, she found another way to make a story out of something that really was not mm-hmm. important. And, and you know what? It's everyone's fault for aiding in that with all the argument. I had to talk to, it was my birthday. I had to talk somebody down off a cliff because I was like, hey dog, you're just, this is your insecurity over the election talking. You think her endorsement can change the the skate landscape of this election and that's ridiculous right he's like but what about her power and influence i was like in in politics like maybe she was talking about lip liner or some shit in politics dog nobody is fucking with her on that level only because she hasn't 
put the track record in on that level if she wanted to she could probably uh become some level of politically savvy whatever i don't know if she would be an influencer to people how people vote but she could get involved in politics and probably bring about awareness to certain causes and stuff if she wanted to but she ain't really that that's not good business for her mm. you know so it's but it was like it doesn't matter how inconsequential the person is it's like if they not on board with your shit you all of a sudden elevate them to like the most powerful person in the world and i was like it's not like that and you know uh at the same time he was like being awesome like well i just don't respect anybody who makes money the way she did off a sex tape and shit i was like first of all um that's not necessarily how she made her money but even if she did what's wrong with that nothing like why are you so upset by that by how she made her money she has a platform and she can speak how she wants to on her platform because she built that platform it's hers it's hers it's hers to do what she wants to with it you know like it or not it's a whole nother thing but it's hers and she built it you don't have to support it but Mm -hmm. i was like yeah that shit is filled with misogyny that you would say that because you know who else they say that about colin kaepernick come on oh he's just playing a game he just gets played paid to go out there and play a game and now this motherfucker want to get political and talk about black lives matter man just play the game man i don't respect anybody that didn't go to school to do what they do you know like people do that shit where it's arbitrary ways when really your problem is his opinion stick to that because because when there's somebody you agree with you love that they play football and you love that they uh you know and he was like what 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 does she even do what name one thing she does i was like well she's a model she's literally probably the most powerful if not one of the most powerful pr people on the planet like yes she is the way that she has learned to navigate social media to get to where she is it's amazing so many people have copied her blueprint at this point give give credit where it's due Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean you gotta like her. It doesn't mean you gotta, it doesn't even really mean you gotta respect her. But to be honest, you can at least admit like, okay, that's a skill set in this new age. It just, it was a thing that didn't used to be a skill set. Right. That's, that's really what it was. We, when we were growing up, the, mastering the internet wasn't a thing we thought of because it was like the internet was something you slowly download pictures of naked people from. Right. And you know, we, we of the generation where people, you know, online dating is the standard now. We were growing up, you did online dating. People looked at you like something. You meet people across the internet? People looked at you like something was wrong with you. Right. She's a model. She's doing all this, like, uh, stuff with beauty products and shit. I mean, selling her Kimoji app. Like, I mean, the girl make money, dog. She just do what she do, man. You don't have to fucking like it. You don't have to even like her. And I hate that people keep putting me in positions to defend people on this shit. But it's like, can't you just find a way to destruct the argument without getting into some bullshit where you gonna end up overlapping and talking bad about other people that you really actually support because that's really what happens because then someone brings up somebody you like that also does something that people don't necessarily respect uh and then it's gonna be uh well that's different because i like them right nah just learn to to tackle the the point of view that they're making you know yeah no i've just came to the conclusion that at the end of the day, some people, they play these games and they just don't want to come out and say, I don't like such and such. I don't like so and so. Yeah, I know it's irrational. Yeah, I know it's illogical, but I don't give a fuck. Nobody wants to take that stance, but just tell, just, just say that. 
and people will dismiss you and that's what you don't want you don't want people to, to, to automatically just dismiss you because what you're talking about is nonsense so you cover it and all this other bullshit yeah to cover the the foundation of your argument is that you don't like that bitch just come out and say it yeah it's like when people say the uh well what about the influence that so-and-so has on little children first of all y'all often say that about people that are in arenas that children shouldn't even be fucking paying attention to come on but but you know father your kids daughter your kids mother your kids son your kids whatever the fuck you got to do raise your motherfucking kids it's really not a celebrity's uh job to raise your kids but more important than even that um i find it kind of funny that you have these people saying stuff like well what about the influence on the kids but these are the same people that if when people say stuff like well you know hip-hop is making black people murder each other they go no it's not that's ridiculous video games make people kill each other no it doesn't it doesn't make you kill somebody because you played a video game okay so you can't have it one way when you don't like some shit which is what people often do when you don't like some shit then it's what about the children but when you like some shit it's like no that's not no that's not a thing you know you can't have it both ways man it's just funny how people willingly become hypocrites when you could just address the merit of the argument which is voting for donald trump is stupid and it's dumb for her to even say she considered it that's really what you want to say just say that when i saw it i went one the way she phrased it i don't even think she's really considering voting for trump because the way she phrased it you know she's very careful about the way she says shit and she doesn't step into the political realm like that Mm -hmm. um two she got black kids i would be fucking shocked straight up and she tweeted out hashtag straight up i'm with her so saturday you know so that she ain't got to deal with it but you know she was gonna get some pr off of it because that's what she do she the best at that she the best uh let's see what else is going on um cnn's aaron burnett got called out by north carolina reporters for bungling coverage of charlotte of course guys know uh our city is in a bit of turmoil people protesting in the streets um marching still the curfew was lifted last night so that's cool um but you know people it doesn't mean people are gonna stop marching and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so apparently um during all this coverage um there's some cnn reporters uh who are not very good when it comes to their job unless you just consider you know stirring, stirring shit up uh aaron burnett is a host on cnn and the new yorker didn't even have to leave the comforts of her television study to earn the ire of protesters and local media she tweeted that her anonymous sources indicated that 70 percent of the protesters arrested in charlotte had out-of-state id these are not protesters these are criminals she said on twitter Hmm. but charlotte observer reporter mike persinger called bullshit referring to one of their own stories that outlined the arrest um because they actually followed the story and did investigation right okay right um he posted a link to the story that they did um which was uh basically saying that i think it was what was it was let me i'll look up the exact number but it was some minimal percentage of people that weren't from charlotte everybody that got arrested yeah of those 42 people arrested 32 lived in charlotte right so first of all the number was wrong she said 70 people 70 percent of people arrested last night had out-of-state id and if they did who gives a fuck 
um they will give they will give a fuck they will try to basically say the people in charlotte the good negroes of charlotte they all love the white folk and they they would never ride in their own city these are people that are criminals from out of town coming in starting up some trouble so the percentage did matter and and it does matter to people because they want to spin a narrative of someone some outside agitators stirred up a bunch of shit into our city all these protesters and blah 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 like they come here to get attention and get arrested that's what they're trying to do they're trying to turn black lives matter and every other organization that deals with protesting into these mercenaries like they did with uh al sharpton where it's like oh you just want to come in and get all the attention and get arrested and then you don't do shit for the city and, and turn the city against them that way too so that's why it does matter um if they're here if they're from here or not you know because they it's basically like oh you imported all the troublemakers shit that made me mad because they act like in every city particularly you know mid to large city there is some form of organization NAACP or some form of a black organization in your city in your town somewhere that's actually was on the scene it was like nah fuck that immediately like yeah people from the outside come in but odds are there's somebody already there doing mm-hmm. the work i don't know why people think these people don't do the work every day even when people are not protesting they doing the work mm-hmm. well um so that's why it matters though that's because okay. they want to spin a narrative of look at these guys are just coming in and and making shit worse everybody else is just having a good time and then people drove in from chicago and started shooting the place up you know that kind of shit making false facts yeah you know um and this i'm not shocked to cnn uh they're covered i didn't watch fox news but mm-hmm. between them and msnbc cnn was absolutely the worst oh, I, yeah. i've never I, seen... I stopped watching them years ago yeah they didn't even pretend to try to give a fuck mm-hmm. about being accurate oh no accurate? Uh, they were just like to me it's like fox news like they're just saying irresponsible things now for the ones who um the 10 people that weren't from charlotte they mostly live nearby albemarle gastonia greensboro and raleigh right so they're in the surrounding area this shit affects them right um so you know this so he called her out on twitter and connected her to this uh, story and he was then attacked by others on twitter who claimed the report was wrong because the thursday protests were only going on for a few hours persinger noted the report was about arrest in the first two days of the program protest but like many trolls some have trouble when faced with facts like most reporters who must deal with trolls he tried to walk away uh he says no those were all arrests in wednesday tuesday obviously all local i'm out y'all believe what y'all want uh which is funny because someone did the same thing to me yesterday about the um article we covered with the cops in st louis the cop in st louis who uh planted the gun he's now got a murder charge um and i said you know it's sad but the circuit court attorney was she's she's instrumental in covering that up when she had the evidence for years and didn't she didn't want it out to the public just this august they tried to get it go the public and she said she didn't want it out she didn't want the public to know that is covering up a fucking murder there's not another way to look at that you don't get to go well she just she charged them isn't that good enough it's not good enough because that's not transparency you want me to trust the motherfucking cops who are planting weapons and trust the system that is supposed to prosecute those cops 
then i'm gonna need to see some fucking transparency dog you don't get to pull that uh well uh you know one person and both of these people were like liberal white dudes like they were both people who were I, you go through that timeline it's hillary this and we never trump and shit so these are the white people that people claim are on our side right but um both both of the instances i had yesterday with this type of shit was one dude said well uh, it didn't it, he didn't plant that rifle on him because uh in the car the cop also had a rifle that was registered to himself but the point was he wasn't even supposed to have that in the car with his ass but he had that car he had it in his car with him um and he's like he didn't plant that rifle so you play you put in a false story saying he planted a weapon i said why'd you assume that i thought it was a rifle did you read the fucking article no and he's like i read the article i was like so you don't see the part where there's another gun that was planted that had his dna as the cop's dna on it not the not the dude who got killed's dna on it uh he and he said the only reason i had dna on it from him is because he unloaded the weapon at the scene which is not something that they normally do um and 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 why wouldn't it have a dna of the person that allegedly had the gun the whole time is in his possession you know and and so but it's that kind of shit where it is so frustrating and why i don't typically discuss this shit with white people even sometimes well-meaning white people because i know my level of patience is not always there and i don't want to like walk you through something that's overtly obvious and honestly my personal belief is in many cases it's your your benefit of the doubt for the police is the shit that really is costing us our lives come on you know like it's just a thought exercise for you but it's life and death for us we we can't afford to believe it's just gonna be all right or let's just let it play out yeah because we haven't got disappointed again and again and again and again for centuries and decades yeah we just keep ending up dead it's just not okay for us to uh to to let it you know to just go well maybe it was a good reason he planted a weapon on him like fuck you anyway um this is just another example of that so um of course she didn't um she didn't apologize or correct her statement of course because you don't have to you're you're a news person now you're you lied essentially you were wrong you called people criminals who weren't criminals you said they were from out they were 70 percent of these arrests are from people that aren't here because of your quote-unquote sources and you never go back and clean that up you were factually incorrect we yeah it's ah what the fuck um oh i thought this is interesting um leslie mack sent this to me we talked about it a bit on the nerd off as well uh with chris and sterling and aaron uh but 17 showrunners uh for fall tv were basically interviewed by uh what was the name of this website hollywood reporter mm-hmm. and so they asked him some questions and one of the questions they asked him about was live tweeting okay all right um, gonna be interesting right now for the record i believe all 17 of these dudes are white men uh but definitely the ones that they asked in about live tweeting are white dudes mm-hmm. all right so they said complete this sentence live tweeting is berman dangerous silvery says something that people who need who don't have aol like me do um guggenheim said boring to me live tweeting is boring to me 
ryan says a form of hubris that probably reaches fewer people than you think unless you're shonda rhymes but that allows you to connect with your most passionate fans mm-hmm. slater you don't like that one either okay slater said well actually let's go by one by one okay so berman said live tweeting is dangerous what do you think he meant you can't go out there and say no bullshit or you people gonna put like this we talked about this before white dudes just white dudes uh when it comes to social media it's a huge disconnect for a lot of them particularly if they're not liberal for the simple fact that white men overall in our society are not checked on the shit they say they can just say shit and everybody just keeps trucking nobody says you're wrong nobody says i disagree with you or if they do you're normally in control of the environment twitter social media white men cannot control social media that's why they don't like social media they can't control the narrative they can't control what's put out there they can't rein it in if it's shit, some shit they don't like they can't do that so they have a tendency to stay away from social media because for the first time ever you have to deal with backlash you have to deal with people that don't look like you and because a lot of these white men a lot of times are surrounded by non-minorities or they're around minorities, but they pay these minorities. You're paying me a check. You know, my relationship with you is going to be completely different than you talking to somebody on their free time. So if they go, I got time today, I, I, I'm going to say something to you um, that you don't like. And, and in general, people don't like to be told they're wrong uh in general but when you're someone who's never been told that they're wrong a lot of times and society caters itself to you and society always tell you you're right and society tells you that 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 the world revolves around you and you're stepping in something that is uh uh when it comes to social media particularly twitter uh, minorities use twitter at a lot higher rate and we use that at a high rate because it allows us to uh, conjugate in the area and be together and have like minds that we otherwise wouldn't have on social media. And they're afraid to dip their toes in the shit that they don't know nothing about, comment and say stuff that might be considered racist, might be considered insensitive, and they don't want to deal with it. So when you say dangerous, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, oh, I don't want to get out there and deal with the voices of the women, the voices of the brown people, the voices of the Native Americans and and Asians and shit like that, because I, as a white man, already have it figured out, and how dare you tell me what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and i agree with all that um i would also add this i believe what he's really saying is um he don't understand twitter because he thinks they're asking him to about his tweeting like he's like essentially i think he answered tweeting is dangerous because he didn't understand the question the question was live tweeting live tweeting is like hashtag walking dead and all the fans who like walking dead use the hashtag and they tweet about the show as the show is happening that's what live tweeting is for him to say it's dangerous that does that's not the answer of someone who understood that question right you know dangerous is he's saying twitter is dangerous social media is dangerous and that is probably because he is a white dude that is also a creative listen like right i do want to have deference for that because i think that gets lost in this discussion yeah and in his opinion he doesn't want to be critiqued in that way um and and he's scared he's gonna say some stupid shit and get called out on twitter that's what he's really scared of 
it's not about he's not scared of people live tweeting this show no. or may, maybe he is but he didn't answer the question right that they asked him because i don't even think he understood no i don't think so either and you know what they probably have seen other people on social media tell talking about their experience they have that same ignorant shit and they was like well man this happened to me they was like i don't want them problems it's dangerous yeah i like um yeah i i i think a lot of these guys are white dudes they're he's 45 years old um probably straight but you know he's done a few shows at this point um uh, at least under his belt you know um so to him and and this is a theme that that we're gonna that's gonna just be prevalent throughout this whole thing the in, the roads to success are already paved for most white dudes mm-hmm. so the things that happen to get people on from the outside are things like social media mm-hmm. things like uh you know do-it-yourself platforms such as youtube you know these things are mostly considered threatening to white people to white dudes specifically because they didn't need them they don't need hashtags to get uh, a chance to do a show they right. don't need fan interaction via twitter like uh so they don't master that they don't shonda Rhimes has mastered it to the point where, where she runs tv on one night for an entire station and also has spinoff shows other places come on like but she mastered that because she had to right you see what i'm saying like it's not a necessity is the mother of invention when it comes to this stuff and 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 also the mother of innovation because black women marginalized people people of color lgbt people have used the internet have used these these the wild wild west of social media and stuff to create followings where there were none to get people together when you couldn't have before right and to make products that people can no longer ignore right and to be able to do it yourself you know ava duvernay pretty much dedicates her career to the upliftment of black women specifically that's something that if we necessarily didn't think could happen before now she was able she's able to be able to turn down disney money because she has super served the audience that she wants to serve and that make and the thing that makes her happy that's amazing this guy for example this berman guy just the first answer csi uh he's done that banished he's done that bones he's done that criminal behavior mob doctor drop dead diva the blacklist notorious is the newest one that he's promoting now keep in mind he's done some of these and some of them had 13 episodes some of them have 80 episodes he's been allowed to fail and have another chance to do another thing this is another thing that black people don't normally typically get to do women don't typically get to do lgbtq people don't typically get to do you get one shot you have to fucking knock it out the park or else it's seen as a failure for everyone in your demographic and that is something that white people don't feel and it's one of the reasons that i don't expect most of these white dudes to feel any level of pressure from to live tweet and they probably can only see it as a threat because it's twitter in general social media especially but but twitter most specifically Mm -hmm. is not a representation of the united states in a um proportional situation Mm -hmm. people that are marginalized are on there more Mm -hmm. so when you live tweeted when your show is being live tweeted it's being live tweeted from perspectives that you typically don't covet the industry of tv covets the white 
male from 18 to x however many years 25 whatever you make the number i don't it doesn't even matter the point is white dudes from a certain age that's the whole perspective that they mostly cover it covet sometimes it'll extend to like oh we want to get some women or we're gonna but the whole thing is if we can get this hook with these men these white dudes then that's where the viewing is that's where the money is that's where the advertisers are because that's who advertisers want the most um so and it's the people that super serve other demographics that are able to find ways through you know shonda just says well i'm gonna go with all black women y'all deal with it um and it works so when for berman to say dangerous one doesn't understand the medium two um danger the danger he was talking about was getting caught out there saying some stupid shit right um silvery says something who that something that people who don't have aol like me do now that's a funny answer i don't have a problem with his answer um he tried to make a joke out of it but basically i'm out of the loop on twitter i'm old i have aol still i don't live tweet and that's that's all i know what that's the only thing i know about live tweets it's something that people do that i don't know anything about he being truthful he's being truthful and he's being funny here's right. the thing about him though this is your industry this is where the industry is going yes it is but things will be fine for you so you don't know about or need to learn about social media interaction yeah. you don't give a fuck there are people around you probably do but you don't have to know as, as a showrunner or writer yeah yeah i mean you have people at your um at, at wherever you're at that tell you like hey we want you to do some live tweeting we think you guys should get a social media account and a hashtag but they provide that for you studio gives you that kind of All shit right, get an intern to do it or some shit yeah he was born in 1964 you know like this you know these are not young and i'm not not that they're especially old but they're not young people right uh when it comes to to this um you know uh yeah he's the finest hour fighter eight mile the mod squad johns he was he wrote all those uh he director of the mod squad and johns yeah he's been allowed to fail and continue to work you know not that this means he doesn't struggle or nothing bad has ever happened to him but just he's 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 still around what what need does he have for social media in his mind right uh david guggenheim uh said um um it's boring to him live tweeting is boring to him now that could mean he does he the actual act of live tweeting for himself is boring so he don't do it it could mean reading people's live tweets are boring or it could mean twitter is boring could mean to him right to him or it could also mean uh that he like he's saying that because uh it's almost like lashing out at people who do it uh because that he's been hurt by it at some point you know what i mean um because uh that's the thing that you can't separate is that these guys are artists and as much as people pat themselves on the back for live tweeting motherfuckers can be extremely critical and extremely harsh and sometimes when it's unwarranted in my opinion but go ahead right and and creatives don't do well with that and Mm -hmm. and if and if you think it doesn't matter you're fucking kidding yourself right you're fucking kidding yourself i don't like it when people say mean shit about us i'm sure that if i was scott gimple and i saw the way people talk about the walking dead i'd be like yeah fuck twitter i don't need that it's not good for my creative space and 
you know i don't need 1600 people tweet me at the same time saying fuck you die kill yourself because the thing is while some people have valid critiques yeah they do there's a lot of people that don't or a lot of people that come through with such a tone that it's not a conversation starter nope it's just a conversation ender and for people that spend all day on twitter for for us for people that were social media is a huge part of our lives it's like well you should just understand i don't Mm -hmm. i don't be on there like that Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna ever understand because you know my i'm not gonna i have a low tolerance for it i don't need it in my life so it's easy to get rid of um he uh also ryan uh who's this sean ryan who's doing nbc's timeless um said um a form of hubris that probably reaches fewer people than you think unless you're shining the rhymes but that allows you to connect with your most passionate fans i think he's absolutely on point i don't have a single problem with what he said um and uh the only thing for him is if he were to engage and use it in a real way he would be able to get the shonda rhymes response but you don't but you don't treat it that way because you've never needed it true and and to me in my opinion and maybe me being sensitive i just heard well that's just something that them niggas use uh, and the reason why I said that is because you talk about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones uh, is big. You know, The Walking Dead is big. Like, these are other mediums that are huge, and it ain't Shonda Rhimes. And I, and I guess that's my thing. It's like, you're saying it's specifically targeting her. Why? Is it because, like, like and I guess that's my question. Why? I think, uh, one, I, I mean, I don't think, I don't, one, I can't speak for him. He might really have just meant black people um the thing i was gonna say is um shonda's a showrunner who interacts with her fans so Mm -hmm. and she really was the queen of live tweeting she started this shit like scandal being live tweeted was a thing that was a power the industry had never seen before so uh to me i was reading it more like he's giving credit where credit is due which is that shonda is a beast at this shit so unless you shonda rhymes don't even worry about this shit like you're not gonna like you're not gonna it's not gonna translate to viewership for you because you can't do what shonda does i was looking at it that way maybe he meant it uh in a malicious way um but he might not have because it sounds like he's giving her props because he's saying it reaches fewer people than you think unless you're shonda rhymes but that but but it allows you to connect to your most passionate fans which is to me still a positive thing which is when i live when live tweeting with your friends and stuff is cool because your most passionate people will it'll resonate with them but you ain't gonna be as good as shonda rhimes is with it so don't look at it like it's about to make my show blow up because it's not that's how i saw it okay but like i said I, that doesn't mean we have to agree you he could have really been it low-key shade at like unless it's a nigga i mean i mean like i don't I know said, and that's just like i said and i understand when it comes to certain things i'm very sensitive so yeah and shonda's one of the i mean part of this is representation problem shonda's one of the very few black showrunners on network tv if if not the only one so that so on the one hand he could mean it racially as black people or he could mean it like i'm just giving her her props and she the only one i can cite because there's nobody else that did it you know what i mean right because they're literally who else i'll put it this way if i had to be like so who has kicked ass with social media 
attached to their network tv show who's done it it's her that's the list even game of thrones who aren't on network tv but even with game of thrones they don't it's not like the showrunners are interacting with us no people just live tweet the show right you know with walking dead it's not like the showrunners get really engaged with you on social media people just live tweet the show shonda ron's the only person that when it started now i don't think she's as heavily involved as she used to be right but it, when it started it was you know oh it's our day let's get some wine we gonna tweet at her like she's our friend it's girl you crazy for writing this when you know like that interaction only she gets that no nobody else is okay. going to get that okay so oh to like i said to me i saw it as a sign of respect but at the same time it could be shade that's one of the reasons i wish they this was audio instead of it instead of Cause written because matter. tone matters to every single thing i'm reading you know what i mean because some of this shit is people to me sounds like people that could have been trying to be funny but because you know we are mostly non-plus with white men um right. and, it ain't funny to us and you know <laughs> we're not hearing the audio like like that's, that, all, that's yeah that's the big thing and it's one of those things but like hold up it's not just that because if i if i said dave Chappelle said this i'd be like oh well some of these are jokes true we don't know these dudes and we don't have any yeah, tolerance you don't get the benefit of the doubt yeah there's no sorry. benefit of the doubt it's like uh yeah you meant that the fucked up way i could tell right and, and i think for me too it's one of those things where I, I understand your perspective when you said about shonda i and also my thing is too they're not even trying you're not even attempting you're not even going to attempt to try to see if you could build your audience too you're just gonna say well she's the queen and we're gonna let her have at it right um so uh let's see who else uh slater who who's slater jeremy slater who's fox uh the exorcist uh is the new show that he's producing um and uh let's go to his first answer the first answer he had was to a question fill in the blank broadcast tv is and he said unfairly maligned i think there's a pervasive industry snobbery when it comes to cable versus network this idea that cable equals quality while broadcast equals product and it's nonsense especially when you consider that the vast majority of the greatest shows of all time ran on network tv would the west wing have been better with gratuitous violence and nudity how about cheers friday night light seinfeld okay that last one sounds awesome i'll give you that if you have the right creative partners you can tell a great story anywhere I I read his comment here to let you know he's trying to be uh he's trying to lighten the mood and have some jokes okay Okay. because this is the one that everybody got pissed at on twitter and I was like well clearly he was joking all right so he says uh live tweeting is a garbage idea perpetuated by garbage people watch the show enjoy the show twitter will still be there when you finish unless my employer demands that i live tweet future episodes in which case live tweeting is a grand idea <laughs> and everyone should follow at jr slater <laughs> now I, that was the one where people were like garbage who the how dare you call now, me garbage that, now that was it told in the form of a joke yeah to right. me i was like well he clearly made a joke i don't know what to tell you about that guy like honestly i i maybe you have to see the audio maybe you would have to see a video or something and i can't definitive but i as i take that as a complete joke yeah i can't definitively call that serious i'm sorry oh, no, i can't take that as a serious answer yeah that con- that wouldn't i think you just have to be already in a i ain't putting up with it mood yeah to to take that one serious because it's, that, it's the most that's the most, the most over the top yeah that's the most what's well, the most set up set up punch of all right. the comments you know 
um but uh reuben and helford said a good way to end your career once again white men not understanding the medium they're thinking you're me you mean us going on twitter and tweeting so i'm not gonna tweet anything because i'm gonna fuck up my career because i might say some dumb shit now one it does make me wonder when people say they're scared to get on here what the fuck what kind of dumb shit you 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 ready to say bro mm-hmm. kind of shit you scared you gonna come out your mouth but also once once again white dudes scared of a a, a a medium where they're not in control right. essentially if they can't control it it's a problem not that twitter isn't controlled by white people but like this i like they can't insulate themselves from the quote-unquote clapback uh goffman said a great place to connect with fans share behind the scene details and find out all the things i'm doing wrong once again a joke at the end but also kind of serious you know and he's right this is where you find all the shit you're doing wrong but it is a great place to connect with fans it is a great place to to share behind the scene details i would say he gets it mark goffman gets it like i'm not offended by him either like uh-huh. um no it seemed, it seemed like a lot of people kind of wanted um their they kind of wanted him to like um th- well not him but they kind of wanted these guys to almost like kiss ass of the people that lied to you like thank you so much for doing it but they're not gonna have that kind of relationship with live tweeting because mostly they're white dudes and also the reason i i find his commentary to be uh i would say informed he's the showrunner for sleepy hollow yeah yeah because that's because live tweeting kept sleepy hollow alive and it also chewed his ass out getting rid of nicole bahari yeah it's and now uh i know not to get off topic it's gonna be real interesting because i'm not even gonna lie y'all for sleepy hollow a lot of black women watch sleepy hollow a lot of black women on social media i appreciate you being honest about that yeah i am i thought you were gonna lie but you said you're not gonna lie and you didn't i'm not gonna lie and when sleepy hollow because they were rotating around the night at one period of time uh and then when she died my timeline lit up like it just lit up with anger people being upset people being bitter keep in mind karen don't watch the show i watch the show okay yeah i'm just so karen don't watch the show and saw all this shit that's how big a deal it was for black people yeah like like it like it was a big thing on black twitter like because you know periodically people are live tweeting stuff i might not be watching the show but i'll kind of see what they're tweeting about and when that shit happened people was highly upset they were very upset and a lot of people was like i'm not gonna watch the show and for and this is one time where i think they meant it because when when, it's gonna be interesting when this show restarts to see will it get the same uh traction on social media particularly twitter as it had before particularly from black women i don't think it will yeah um yeah we'll see what happens with that but uh that motherfucker definitely knows the power of twitter because he got his ass chewed oh and his show got renewed but it don't I look don't bright see how it got renewed it don't look bright for them because um the the behind the scenes of nicole leaving and the way she felt that she was treated and the way that the writing was mm, and they got and that show employs a lot of brown and black people but man I, and i feel bad for them because i want to support those actors and actresses that are still on that show but at the same time man y'all like gotta treat people right y'all y'all fucked that up bad uh but yeah you can tell because <laughs> he, he was like uh 
yep um i also uh you know it's a pretty uh this is i'm gonna find out what i'm doing wrong but it's a good place to share behind the scenes connect with fans um mm-hmm. Cadam said something i'm seriously considering trying one day once again disconnection never had to use it doesn't need Can't to use see a it. purpose for it yeah that, that what's it gonna enhance now here's the thing every last one of these dudes could be using live tweeting to enhance their product it's every last one of them could be they just don't need to so they haven't even tried right that says so much about the industry we know that that's where black opinion lives we know that's where people get in and out of the doors with social media and stuff and here's some people that are powerful in this industry and they're like i don't even fuck with that um uh link says live tweeting is real-time reviews and only painful if you're human uh once again i don't have a problem with that and completely understand i think a lot of people that live tweet have zero consideration for shit like this right and i even when i live tweet i think about that like i hate zach on fucking um the strain oh that little boy he's terrible i hate his face okay see if i was <laughs> if i was that little boy i don't want to see that that's true if i was but a, I, yeah if i was a showrunner i don't want to see that that's true if i was um you know if i was the actor's mom i don't want to see this shit mm-hmm. we're allowed to say that but then we don't i don't think we get to turn around and be like i did you a favor of talking about your shit like no no it's not really a favor because they don't owe us shit but a product that we can talk about and we don't have to talk about it Mm -mm. and at the same time um we would not talk about it if we stopped watching because all it's not like if the show gets bad they could come to you and be like huh guys well ain't you gonna support me like you'd be like fuck you man it's not good anymore i don't owe you shit and they don't owe me a kind attitude for doing what the fuck i was gonna do anyway honestly you know they i'm not saying they shouldn't embrace it and they couldn't make their products better by embracing it i think they could i think it's bad business savvy to not interact with your fans that being said i completely can understand as a creative right not needing every minutia of your shit picked apart as it's airing something you already worked on months ago right that's airing and you and in your mind you thought this was good you know we like i think a lot of people think of like racial gripes and shit but just stuff like i hate this person's face ain't nothing we can do about that dog oh no i know the king can't do nothing about his face yeah you know what i'm I'm not i'm sorry i'm not trying to single you out i'm saying i'm saying that's something i think too that's something everybody you everyone has said something very this motherfucker can't act it's not that we didn't take the time to be polite (laughs) we didn't take the time out to think well they'll be reading this i guarantee it hurts your feelings i've read shit about myself that made me go ouch you know i'm like have i can have some empathy in this and go i can see why you would stay away from this medium um it's something i've thought about like if how big does twitter and this show get before i'm like okay stepping back from the social media thing right now it's comfortable i can do what i want still have run-ins with people every once in a while but mostly i'm okay oh, be- before we have but to, at some point before we have to hide an intern i i mean at some point shit can get so toxic you have to step away yeah yeah for, it for, takes for a mental sanity. toll you know where it's like i can't like it's a luxury that we have to be able to have such cool fans and cool people surround us that we get to interact with them true that's not a luxury everybody gets and at some point it's not one you can even entertain because you get too big right you know and it becomes hard for you to to do it and have a balance 
yeah look at DeRay and Netta's mentions or oh, any act of Britney's mention look at yeah look at anybody like at some point it's 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 a luxury you can't afford anymore and we don't put our tv show out every day or something i i can't even imagine what it'd be like to put out an episode where the cliffhanger is something that people just don't feel like waiting a week for and they start talking shit about you all week or you know like you try to to your mind you think it's the hotness and people are like fuck you you know what i mean uh you hey i know you uh i know your twitter handle so i get to go on twitter and harass you about something and see, that's something i don't do like like i can't speak for anybody else but i just randomly say stuff i don't at people i don't go at them and tell them how their shit is shitty like i i just don't do that i be like well i just don't like it and i'll just keep it pushing but that's how i function i don't feel like i need to find you i don't feel like i need to hunt you down like i've never been that type of person on social media right you know different strokes to people and stuff obviously but uh so the other person says um uh philgo says something people younger than us do also pretty much true not offended by him harris says something i'll never understand says i watch tv in order to avoid reading but if they tell us it's good for the show then we'll do it his at that attitude for harris um chris harris who did the great indoors that makes so much sense right because it's a job to him it's not for us it's job slash recreation slash social interaction and like for him is he's like i don't need this shit i've never needed this shit if a fucking uh studio head comes to me and says we need you to do some social media interaction then i'll I'll do do it it for my job but you know that that i mean they tell us it's good then we do it that's it uh keep in mind once again saying we'll do it another person assuming live tweeting means me live tweeting not the audience not interacting with the audience that's already doing this and i would bet good money every single one of these shows already have audiences that are live tweeting that shit of course you probably check the hashtag and lastly this guy sure says uh it's good for sports bad for fictional entertainment um and once again he don't play sports so that's why he thinks it's good right if he plays sports he realized it's just as fucked up for people that play sports too come on now you know i'm any sports basketball football soccer yeah i'm sure colin kaepernick and cam newton would disagree about it being good for sports quote unquote and uh yeah and if it's good for sports then it's good for fiction entertainment but what you're basically saying is um that's my job i do fiction entertainment and people be hurting my feelings section two let's get to i'll go to section two for mm-hmm. segment two for the blackout tips let me call everyone over and go live and i need to add you back to the screen go live yes and invite karen on the screen all right cool but um yeah so i read that on the on the nerd on the nerd I read down a nerd off and basically was like, yeah, that's, that's what I got from it. I didn't, I'm not as offended as a creative because I've had both sides of that and probably not near what they had. And I also don't had, didn't have, I never really had it seriously the option of being like, I'm too big. I guess I can stay off Twitter. You know, if, if I, maybe if I would have had that option, maybe I wouldn't be on Twitter. If I would have started off, 
like podcasting and it would have been like a ridiculous notion to be using social media maybe i wouldn't be on i don't know you know that to me never seemed an option for us right and also for us our experience is a little different uh when you literally build something and everything you do is based off of your social interaction facebook twitter instagram snapchat like so for us it's the engine that drives a lot of what we do uh for them they already come into something that's already established which is completely different setup they didn't have to build anything from the ground up yeah and like i said we don't trust them so there you guys have it for the most part it's just a trust issue and i think we can cut to the heart of the matter and be like i don't know these dudes like that i don't trust them like that and they don't trust us that's why they don't want to be on twitter where you're more likely to hear an opinion from somebody outside of your people that you thought about when you made this show mm-hmm. somebody that would tell you you need more women somebody but, to- but you know what they on their way out they yeah. are I, like it's yeah. they're making themselves obsolete they need to be embracing this shit atlanta you better is oh. you know like there's a reason it's getting high ratings because you know social media interaction uh is part of the it's part of the the big thing right and pretty soon it's gonna be one of those things you know they're gonna be like if your shit ain't trending on social media that is almost gonna be reversed like we see your numbers but is your shit trending on social media right very few of them even know about the like sub hashtags with the you know when people yeah. hashtag with with black vernacular and shit mm-hmm. they don't know about all that shit mm-hmm um anyway um they sound uninformed they sound ignorant and they mostly sound hurt that's how they sound to me uh and you know take that however you will yeah it's similar to uh the radio uh, music executives where everything was uh going digital how they took that shit as a joke and you know download who downloads and same thing with movies industries and shit like that you know now every time you go to a movie it's don't steal from us yep um all right let's get into some uh fucking with black people guys um We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find articles that make us feel fucked with and we score them from zero to hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. So let's see what happened. Um a female Navy sailor refused to stand during the national anthem while in uniform. And she is now under review and could possibly face jail time. Uh, intelligence specialist second class Janae Irvin, guess the ranks, <laughs> black, posted a photo on Facebook explaining why she stands in solidarity with 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick's Star Spangled Banner protest. Um, she is a reservist and she's stationed at pearl harbor she wrote in the post on september 19 2016 while in uniform i made the conscious decision to not stand for the star spangled banner because i feel like a hypocrite singing about the land of the free when i know that only applies to some americans um i will gladly stand again while all americans are afforded to say freedom uh Irvin says she has been proudly serving in the u.s navy reserve force since november 2008 in response to her actions she says she has lost her security clearance and was threatened with jail by the navy security clearance like you a terrorist now uh the navy has decided to punish me for defending the constitution and has taken away my equipment i need to do my naval job she wrote on facebook 
bill doty a spokesman for joint base pearl harbor hickam public affairs told military.com that irvin is subject to administrative actions that are still under review doty won't confirm if irvin's clearance has been taken away or if uh there were any other actions taken against her by the military uh she isn't the first female sailor who has protested against the anthem two weeks ago another sailor uh who has not been publicly identified filmed herself refusing to stand for the national anthem during the ceremony the sailor who's based at naval air technical training center in pensacola florida was subjected to administrative action but allowed to remain at her command under the uniform code of military justice troops who don't stand for the national anthem could face prosecution uh for violating article 92 article 92 states that troops can be punished for failing to obey a lawful general order troops must stand and face the flag when the anthem is played while the troops are in uniform must salute uh and not and those not in uniform must stand at attention and place their right hand over their heart so these women are about it because yeah boy for the military i would have been standing i ain't gonna front y'all like um for the military i would have just had my black ass standing like i don't want to go jail it ain't even worth it niggas will understand but back home <laughs> i've been talking to myself in my head like y'all my niggas will get it when we get home to the crib they'll be like you were standing i'll be like you know i had to but uh yo black women don't fuck around they was like i'm nope i'm not standing court martial me nigga <laughs> lord zero to a hundred karen oh that's a hundred yep gotta give it a hundred man um oh man i don't even know what to say about that because i'm fucked with but not i'm not fucked with by the government really i'm just fucked with like emotionally just that they had that much wherewithal to even do that wow because i know nobody else is sitting i know the brothers are looking at you like girl you about to, you to get up what you doing <laughs> you better stand there and go come get you sitting there with their head next to their head like girl get up get up would you stand here they come <laughs> uh, a city councilman jermaine williams was called a fucking plantation monkey and hate Whoa. mail for pledging for his pledge protest uh city councilman jermaine williams has been targeted with racist hate mail since he refused to protest uh refused in protest to stand for the pledge of allegiance the Brooklyn democrat got one letter calling him a fucking plantation monkey huh it's almost like they proved his point come on <laughs> plantation owner should have aborted your great-grandmother you sit during the pledge well hope you have an accident that causes such physical trauma you will not be able to stand or kneel read the letter um sure some patriot wrote that williams remained seated with his head bowed in prayer when the pledge was decided at the opening of city council meeting earlier this month how'd you even find out about that because like does anybody watch those what's that on c-span 12 he said he wanted to protest killings of black men by police in addition to other injustices to show solidarity with san francisco 49er quarterback colin kaepernick who was taking the knee during the national anthem uh the backlash against williams included another hate spewing note that said uh the protest brings attention to how pathetic some if not most blacks are the writer went on to rant about affirmative action rap music and said black parents wait some pray that a son will get shot by a cop of course he was on his way to college or usually church this is called payday for them the ghetto lottery what's one kid when they actually when they usually have maybe six to eight maybe ten 
so we are all hoping our children get killed so that we can get a money from the city for killing our kids because it's the ghetto lottery and then all our other kids will benefit uh it just underscores that we really haven't gone as far as we think we have on the, the, these issues he said people try to pretend we're past that in this country and we're not yeah, I don't know. I gotta disagree with him now, man. Me and Cam Newton are doing pretty good in post-racial America, and we passed it. Uh, the rest of y'all need to catch up. You warming up for your Bob uh, Shot Quartet too? Uh, I'm Mr. Peanut this week. Another note sent to his office contained an article about his sitting out the pledge with a message: "Drop dead, you fuck." Uh, scrawled over it. William said he has long declined to re- recite the pledge but always stood out of respect and he's now decided to make his private protest public uh i feel sorry for someone who can't even see how illogical it is that they're, what they're saying they're walking around with so much anger in their hearts it's a disappointing thing but that's what we're dealing with zero to a hundred karen oh 100 well you fucking plantation monkey mm-hmm. you would give it a hundred mm-hmm. and so would i it's definitely a hundred even in post-racial america we don't tolerate this me and cam newton mm-mm, we do not stand for this ah, bullshit. Ah, ah, nice try ah, buddy. Ah, 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 ah. all right um those are some pretty pretty sad tales guys so i think it's time to try to lighten it up a little bit oh um, shit now you gave a tease yesterday i can't wait all right let's see how about this is pretty white specifically goddamn brad and angelina are still going at it y'all apparently so Mm-hmm. that's right breaking white people news you know since brad and angelina split 
madame tussauds of course the wax museum split their wax figures <gasps> oh shit man not the wax figures split the wax figures oh <laughs> that's what you know is real the museum mm-hmm yeah a spokesman for the wax museum in london says they wanted to mirror jolie and pitt's separation which came to light tuesday she says the wax figures are now featured at a respectful distance from each other mm. not a respectful distance i'm glad they didn't put it at a disrespectful distance <laughs> like a football field or something i don't know how long that is jolie's figure has been placed near one of nicole kidman and pitt is hanging out with the figure of his co-star in several films morgan freeman so I guess only God could get him out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> only the voice of Morgan could save this relationship. Uh, the couple will also be split up at Madame Tussauds Museums in the U.S. as well. Uh, they say figures of Jolie and Pitt are on display at 15 of his 20 locations. Mm. But since they're ending their marriage, they got to go, man. When the, when the wax museums start doing it, you know shit done got real. I know not the wax poetic but feels like the marriage is melting right before our eyes uh marion cotillard his co-star who he's rumored to be having an affair with and everybody thought that that was the reason they got divorced she finally broke her silence on the divorce and announced mm-hmm. her pregnancy oh shit mm-hmm my question is who's the father hmm truth uh-huh. tell the truth tell the truth it's brass ain't it um yeah she finally she couldn't take it anymore guys she took to instagram late wednesday night and sent a lengthy message that she felt she needed to speak up uh she stars in the film allied which comes out with brad pitt even the white people meanwhile on instagram even the white folks do the instagram y'all mm-hmm. uh this is going to be my first and only reaction to the whirlwind news that broke 24 hours ago that i was swept up into she wrote i am not used to commenting on things like this nor taking them seriously but as this situation is spiraling and affecting people i love i have to speak up yeah that's because her boyfriend that she has uh you know probably got a problem with this with with these rumors uh firstly many years ago i met the man of my life father of our son and of the baby we are expecting he is my love my best friend the only one that i need secondly to those who have indicated that i am a, that i am devastated i am very well thank you mm. oh she she hopped on this piece ready to fight that i am very well thank you is mm, that is white people for bitch if you don't get out my business mm, come on now she got real this crafted conversation isn't distressing and to all the media and the haters who whom uh who are quick to pass judgment i sincerely wish you a swift recovery finally i do very well i do very much wish angelina and brad both whom i deeply respect uh will find peace in this very tumultuous moment with all my love marion and then some shit in another language i can't uh oh okay so then i guess she wrote it again in a different language um 
um so there you go um she she had to come out and say something because she was getting too real now do you believe her do you think she was fucking brad or do you think she really you believe what she's selling hard to tell i don't i don't it, but I, just, I don't think she was but it'll come out if she is mm, okay um now her boyfriend has uh his name is Guillaume connect i'm from now I, it looks it's like yeah it's probably just will in french anyway <laughs> he uh had to come out and say something too because you know um this is such an epic huge deal um he said um let me see where his on his instagram he posted a big ass picture of um you know how you get that pop-up when you're not supposed to do something it's an exclamation mark and a triangle like "Eh, don't do that like (laughs) windows is like that's wrong right well he he had to come out and say that uh he had to come he put that picture up and then he wrote the post a post in french which obviously i can't read they didn't translate it for you uh let me see uh yeah apparently he said i don't usually make it a habit to comment on rumors made about us uh under he put under the french danger sign oh shit i also don't usually talk about my private life which until now i have always attentively protected but the fury of the tabloids the venal stupidity of some people calling themselves journalists the internet trolls who feel braver behind a keyboard Mm -hmm. drive me to speak of the pride love respect the admiration i have for marion staying strong and intelligent in the face of all these stupid and unfounded accusations Woo, he mad and yeah. oh <laughs> that's what you know he said he like that he like that uh coming to frog emoji here that tight rider mm-hmm he was ooh. he was very that's upset. why people are angry i think we're all living with much more important things at the moment and now it's time to move on and raise the bar a bit he continued even if that's a lot of work for some i want to be positive and as marion said so well i hope you get better and aspire to something more in your life than constantly sending shit Mm. Mm. I don't blame you, dog. It kind of sound like, you know. Uh, six, seven, eight. Are you pressed? Are you mad? Are, Are you, you upset? Are you sad? Come here, baby, baby, and give me you a, a hug. Because you act like nobody shows you love. Get out your feelings, ho. Get out your feelings, ho. You say complaining, you say crying, you say lying, ho. What you need? A pat on the back, bitch? Or do you need a bag in a bag, bitch? Cause you always in your goddamn feelings. And that's up killing me. Alright. Um, also, Brad Pitt has been accused of child abuse in a private plane incident. Oh. Mm hmm. That's when it goes oh, down. Oh, shit, that got deep. How did we get here? Mm hmm. Goes down in the private planes. Apparently, though. <coughs> it was. Mm hmm um so apparently you know more details are coming forward as this is turning into a much nastier uh divorce than we thought would happen uh he's in he's in under investigation for child abuse after allegedly got verbally abusive and physical with one of his children with angelina jolie on the couple's private plane while their other kids were present uh i just know who it better not be better not touch that black baby brad i won't fuck with your movies at all i promise don't let it don't let me find out 
I'll write you off the list. Mm-hmm. What you call it? Already on my list. Who is it? Uh, the uh, what is that? The Born Identity Man. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Yes. Uh, the LA County Department of Children and Family Services is investigating the allegations after someone anonymously reported the incident last anonymously last Wednesday on the tarmac. And that's a private plane. Who the fuck could anonymously know? Right, Angelina, dog. Pitt is accused of getting verbally abusive one of the couple's kids as well as getting physical. Jolie was present at the time along with the, at least some of the other children. The reporter allegedly indicates he had been drinking at the time of the incident. The LAPD said it is not investigating Pitt following the investigation, the allegations. Uh, the LAPD is not handling any report of allegations in the child abuse against Mr. Brad Pitt. Mm. So wait, what's, so LA County is doing it, but not, oh, okay. LA County, a department of child and family services is looking into it, but not the police. Another source says Pitt did not return to the LA family home with Jolie and the children after the incident. That wasn't unusual, says the source. Pitt would often spend the night at a hotel after arguments with Jolie. Uh, a source close to Pitt tells people that he is not taking the investigation lightly. He takes the matter very seriously and says he did not commit any abuse to his children. It's unfortunate that people involved are continuing to present him in the worst possible light. Jolie, of course, filed for divorce. She's 41. Um, yeah, he better not touch the heart. That's all I know. Um, so, um, let me see. I feel like there gotta be more detail. I wonder what he, said and did that was so verbally oh, abusive happened. you sit your little black ass down <laughs> you think that's what he said no alright that's what that's what Karen says I don't know I feel like he probably was talking some uh, some good shit so I don't know Karen says couldn't possibly be that but I hope not mm-hmm. I feel like he was like uh <laughs> We didn't even do nothing. Well, you think you tough? You look so tough now, little nigga. <laughs> hate you, black bastards. You stay. Hate your black skin. Hate your black pants. I hate black pepper. I hate black keys on the piano. I hate my gums, because they black. I hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> most of all, I hate that black-ass Wesley Snipes. Snipes. What he do to you? Move it! That's, uh, I think that's what happened to Zahar. I think, um, you know feel like that's what happened um brad pitt spoke with a law enforcement over family incident so he already talked to him um so um we do know that much um late thursday the fbi the fbi released a statement i wish it was i wish i was making it up the fbi released a statement regarding their potential investigation of the incident keep in mind multiple black people got killed (laughs) this has rocked the white people's world multiple black people have been killed (laughs) this is what we send the fbi in on your taxpayers money at work on video on video it don't matter people are in the streets they get divorced dog the fbi was like we gotta release a statement (laughs) (laughs) 
we gotta we gotta get, all differences we got to talk about this <laughs> we gotta get on top of this whole angelina and brad thing have you seen it it's all over the news it's all everywhere. over the news you can't did, miss you did, can't did, miss did it did you hear about the wax the wax dolls <laughs> you can't you can't miss it okay i mean it's just it's really important um yeah in response to your inquiry regarding allegations within the special aircraft jurisdiction of the united states specifically an aircraft carrying mr brad pitt and his children the fbi is continuing to gather facts and will evaluate whether an investigation at the federal level will be pursued i wonder if that means they're gonna have to get that little black box and uh see what the family was talking about in there who knows get the audio that i just played (laughs) i hate little black niggas like you <laughs> that's what it's gonna have to uh <laughs> that's what that's what it's gonna have to be um <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so um let's see i feel like there was more um because i still got a couple more articles to go um uh Oh, Angelina has hired the queen of divorce. Mm-hmm. Her clients have included Kim Kardashian and Johnny Depp. This mm. old queen, Laura Wasser, knows how to protect the psyche, secrets, and fortunes of celebrities. Her office, perched high over Los Angeles, has a gold hand grenade for a coffee table centerpiece. And she is working for Angelina, y'all. Mm, that's about to get real ugly mm-hmm. that's probably who leaked the, the stuff to the press yeah it's gonna be more than a wax wax dolls being separated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so we'll see what happens but you know she tries to keep her clients out of the media for high profile divorces but i mean can you truly keep brad and angelina out of the media Mm-mm. yeah i feel like that's they stay in the media where they gonna go you know uh let's see was there anything else? angelina is being consoled by who karen johnny depp <laughs> did he cut him up with them fingers for man with scissor hands uh <laughs> uh i don't know man i look i hear you i it's funny to me too i, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too i mean now his now what they do share idea? they do share a divorce lawyer so maybe she hooked them up to console each other i don't know but johnny depp is apparently i don't know how you go from brad pitt is abusive and treating my children bad cussing at them to a dude that's literally video on the internet of him like cutting his fucking finger off yelling at his wife i don't what i don't know what's up with these people uh she idolized johnny for years before she worked with him on the tours the, a terrible movie and then the pair of them really hit it off on set oh she probably been fucking this nigga you know she always on to the next one i find another you in a minute what i know it's so to the left to the left Mm-hmm. take your wax doll and move it to the left <laughs> um so yeah there's no indication that the split has anything to do with johnny but they also said that about angelina Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so we'll see man um you know she was on she was 
as woke as she is she was still hanging out with johnny depp so she can't be but so woke now brad's camp is releasing some information as well guys okay oh, we got shit. the tea <laughs> it's about to get nasty mm-hmm. oh we got the tea you know y'all ain't got to worry about about that um so brad's camp is saying the reason the marriage ain't work angelina let her political career and ambition take over the marriage and fuck up everything because she was too worried about being a u.n leader um and it drove her and brad apart now that's funny that's what i said when i first heard this was she started getting super political and you don't leave jennifer aniston for what everyone thought was the fun quote-unquote crazy chick you know that's how the pr was around her at the time was like oh she's the fun wild one you know she's the hot the hot wild girl of of of, uh hollywood you don't leave who who everyone considers miss prissy jennifer anson to then go take on the responsibility of being the first man to the u.s ambassador like and and the fucking father to 17 kids like he's like uh what the fuck just happened to my to my life you know i ain't want to go build houses in katrina i don't even i'm not even into this i can't swim um but yeah uh joan lee reportedly obsessed with political ambition while pitt was reluctant to expose the children to war-torn countries because she's like come on kids going to somalia he's like i don't think we should do that right keep our kids away from that uh the star had two advisors uh and a war room in her placed into her house where she could plan trips holy shit Mm -hmm. and the actress is currently holed up in a sprawling malibu pad with her six children and brad can't even see his kids Mm-mm-mm. but yeah uh towards the end of the marriage she had two political advisors to help achieve her goal as well as installing a war room to help with decisions and image oh, that had to be a hell of a fight that's it i'm going to stay in my war room girl you can't just keep locking yourself up <laughs> in there with that satellite feed and shit <laughs> who you going to war with right that is it let me put can i speak to michelle obama that is it. I need to talk. How do you deal with line. it? Michelle be like, he, my Barry would never do that shit, girl. Don't call me. I know. She was like, what number is it? Is it five? What's the number to get? What's the number to dial? Alongside Angelina's dedication to her political future, the pair are said to have clashed over their six children and the constant traveling for her charitable causes. The source claimed that Brad was unhappy Angelina had taken the kids to war-torn countries at such young ages despite being supportive of her work. The insider told the site Brad was always supportive of her solo charity work, but the travels with the kids became a bone of contention for several years. Mm. They reportedly came to blows when uh, Angelina, who visited a refugee camp in Jordan only two weeks ago, expressed a desire to take their clan to Syria to help rebuild the country. While Angelina ensured they were accompanied by top security, it is claimed Brad always remained dubious of her family safety in the of their family safety in the suffering areas the maleficent star is known for philanthropic work having held the rank of special envoy to the uhcr united nations high commissioner for refugees since 2012 and creating the maddox jolie pitt foundation to build asia's first millennium village um but yeah now it sounds like shit ain't working out man and i guess johnny depp gonna be down with all that charity between whooping them kids asses come on don't take your kids i guess if she said they can survive syria then fuck it um so that 
that's that's what you guys get man um <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh that's everything i think you guys are all caught up mm-hmm. um it's a full-blown investigation by the fbi now i mean it's not a full-blown investigation by the fbi yet um so we'll see what happens uh but yeah a fbi person gave an entire fucking interview guys an entire fucking interview ah, to vanity yeah, fair that was probably more in-depth than the shadow maker police department yeah uh let me see how i'm gonna just google this and let me just search this page to see how many times the word black came up maybe they talked about black lives Matter. oh none zero so they this was important because it's white people news all right all right man um we're not gonna do guess the race because i want to see this stupid ass debate some of it i guess okay um uh just to see if trump comes out with his dick off i guess i don't know what's gonna happen nobody, nobody does really a clown car i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen All right they treat him like kanye we gonna get him six minutes to do whatever the fuck he wants Mm-hmm. but can't can't leave without sore ratchetness cops a man used a samurai sword to light a cigarette he asked the clerk for a lighter the clerk said he doesn't have one the man takes a lighter off the shelf and lights his cigarette he then throws a lighter at the clerk the man walks out the store police find the man walking on boston post road on orange a short distance from the store he's still carrying the sword orange police arrest him and put him in jail under a five thousand dollar bond sword carrying man saw a light for a cigarette and he's identified as anthony gray of west haven uh he's charged with possession of a deadly weapon and a second degree breach of peace and guess the race white black oh yep anthony gray is a black man who needed that newport super bad apparently y'all he's just he was like listen man this menthol ain't gonna smoke itself oh lord so i'm gonna need y'all to, i'm gonna need uh to get so get on this now um uh but yeah thank y'all for listening uh to the show watching it live with us yes. uh hope you guys enjoy whatever the fuckery is that's gonna be this debate tonight me too and i'm glad you got me abreast of angelie angel angelina jolie mm-hmm. angelie Brangelina? I think you meant, did you mean Brangelina? Oh, my bad. I don't know. It's kind of, it's fine. I'm just trying to figure out if that was, did you mean Brangelina or did you I mean Angelina Jolie? I meant name, but I didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Angelie works for me as well. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, we should have a guest tomorrow. Hopefully it's my man. Uh, you guys know him as Walt from, uh, Filling the Lanes. Oh, but, uh, fun. I know him as Jason. Uh, but we'll be talking to him tomorrow, hopefully. So until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.